Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. By now, you know who it is. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, and to my left is my man, my mellow. Get up on your microphone and tell them folks, hello. Hey, brother. That's right. Hola, it's your homie. (laughs) Did you go to Hawaii and Mexico there? It's First of all, it's Hawaii. Hawaii, excuse me. Hawaii. Yeah. no, sorry, dude. Uh, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Uh, Snuggle Gen- Jennings, a.k.a. Uh, your boy, uh, what? Plush Puppy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A.k.a. The Carpet Nazi. Yes, the newest the newest uh, moniker. Uh, the Carpet Nazi. That's awesome. Shoes off! Now! <laughs> yes, that's... That's it, man. No one in the house before nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, it's your boy Savage Omali, aka the Hip Hop Mandalorian. Uh, here's the problem with going to Hawaii, dude. It's so yeah. overwhelming with awesomeness. Yeah. Like it's dripping. Like with I'm awesomeness. rolling around like my neighborhood on my mer- uh, with the walk with mercy and like yeah. people are like, hey, how are you? And I'm throwing them the shock. I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like, why, did, why am I shocking right now in series? The people are like the hell yeah okay okay i expected to find you in flip-flops and puka shells man just like really doing it up big time just going full go, yeah, going yeah. full island yeah <laughs> i thought i was gonna come into hawaiian shirt puka shells flip-flops the barbecue was gonna be going out back like hell hey, bill, yeah hey bill i'm gonna uh i'm just gonna play the intro on the ukulele you cool with that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i'd love to hear that actually that'd be impressive dude not me man i was gone five days i learned the ukulele yeah Check this little ditty I learned. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, that ain't happening. I'm I'm musically talented. Like I can do some writing. Yeah, uh, I can uh, mess around with uh, some beats and stuff. Very very low key, but playing instruments that ain't me, man. Dude, as long as I've been in bands and I have been since I was 21, I never have picked up an instrument or learned an instrument. My mom tried to teach me guitar, 
and I had the attention span of like a gnat. Like I, I learned like one chord and I was like, no, yeah, done. Nailed it. Yeah, done. That's it. I'm out. Thanks, moms. I appreciate it. And I'm sure moms wasn't heartbroken over that either. She was probably like, oh, yeah, I don't have to do this amongst the other millions of things I already do as a mother. Cool. Peace. She was like, okay, you're terrible. Yeah. This is going to work. <laughs> Go listen to your, your boom bap, jiggy jiggy, wiki wikis. <laughs> yup. That was pretty much it too, man. Yeah, I was already lost in the world of hip hop at that point, but I did have the desire to learn at one point, but not the drive, if you know what I'm saying. So I have some major news. Yes, you do. That's right. We 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 left them with a cliffhanger on the last episode saying that we were going to discuss your major news. Yeah. But but that's that Bill. Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, you got some other news. What are we talking about? It's time for the next lyric of the week. Oh, you nasty. Oh, that news. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, man. Yeah. You know, you talk about heartbeat props. Yeah. I got I God, I love it. I, I really killed it on that thing. I really like yes. it. Yes. I'm really very proud of myself for that, I do. For that sound bite, man. No, you should be. You've become am, a master of the I board. You really are a whiz master. with the sounds and the, the mixing and the editing. It's becoming, uh, it's it's dope, man. I know you called me that once, then forgot that you called me that. Then you the Dr. Me that Dre again. of the 209 <laughs> Till Affinity Podcast. Yes, let's just put it out there again. And yes, I did say it. Let's timestamp it. It happened today on this date at this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you are going to drop the nasty, nasty lyric of the week. I am planning on dropping that right now. And it's a surprise, surprise. Yes. Our boy CD slaps on the beat. Yo, CD, what up, homie? What up? Uh, let me get a foot long. Yes. Uh, meatball. I haven't seen him no in the subway in a while. He works at the subway around the corner of my neighborhood. I haven't seen him in a minute. You know, probably won't see him unless he's at the taco truck. Yes. Oh, man, that's a good taco truck, too. Yeah. Uh, so... Do you want to just drop the lyric and then talk about it for a second, or do you want to talk about it before you do it? Um, well, let's just say this. It's a chopper, and this is something that I've always said I couldn't do. I remember listening to Travis Barker has a compilation album. We've listened to it. Yellow Wolf's on there. Twist uh, yes, is sir. on there. Uh, and I remember riding in the car to a concert, I believe it was, with Keith, or maybe one of the shows our band was doing, and we were listening to that album, and I said, that's something I never could do. I can't do that. I said, I don't know how they do that. I can't do that. It's not something that's in my repertoire. It'll never happen. Well, I heard this beat by CD Slaps, and I'm like, I tried rapping over it because I liked it, but it's a, it's a beat that requires a chopper flow. I said, you know what, man? Maybe you're never too old to learn new tricks. So I have been, I wrote a chopper verse over this beat, and uh, I've been working on it for a while. I'd write a little bit and step away, write a little bit and step away. I feel like I've got enough now. Uh, to debut it here to the 209 to Infinity pod squad and, and, you know, see what they think and try not to fuck it up. Cause I, I, I do, it, this is not a, a flow I'm comfortable with. So I'm getting more comfortable with it. But that being said, still not completely comfortable, but let's give it a shot and see what happens. All right. It's hey, time for the nat. What? Hey, yo, DJ, kick that shit. <laughs> yo, how come all rappers have to start off like that? Yo. Shout out to CD Slaps, right? Slapper. Here we go. Ah. I'm going to come right in with the drums, too, to see. Here we go. 
picture me with your third eye imagery vividly up in the lab creating chemistry never sleep cause I keep my eyes on my enemies and my so called friends with a backstabbing tendency pretend to be kidding me while trying to bring an enemy the negative energy never made sense to me you're living off my life boy you should pay rent to me coming up empty see why you keep tempting me broke as a joke when the focus is a bit hocus pocus I got all the drive but you know I'm devoted and you can hold it and quote it but you ain't never gonna own it you a lame in the game who don't really fucking want it no opponent will fry you I ain't never fucking lie do judge and jury I'll try you and deny you I will try to find a rival who could rival my survival skills up in this jungle we rumble on the tribal king of this ring when i swing you know what's thing i'm like meth i'm deaf with the pain that i bring so step get wrecked when i aim and i swing and protect your neck and your vein and your spleen and respect this vet i remain on the scene and check your set i'll be chasing the cream and step by step i'll be chasing my dreams Woo! you know that's a oh you nasty I'm going to be honest with you, man. I have been rapping in front of people and singing and performing for a long time. I was nervous to do that. And I will tell you, I do not get nervous. I can remember when I first got into bands and when doing shows and I'd get up in front of a crowd of people and my hand would shake. I'd be holding the mic and my hand would be shaking a little bit. Like, But after doing two or three shows, that went away. And I was always comfortable in front of people. I'm just, this is just me and you, right? We do this forever. This made me nervous because this is out of my comfort zone. Like the the breath, the breath patterns you have to have and controlling your breath. And you know, when I was doing it in the car a million times, I was way more comfortable with it. But in here, the nerves kicked in and I could feel my heart rate going a little bit more. Right. So not only am I thinking about the words and thinking about breathing, but I'm also thinking about my tongue saying one thing, but my mind's going, here comes the part. Don't fuck this part up. And don't and for, and remember to do this. And all here comes that one part where you got to squeeze this in. A, and I think I did tweak one of the lines at the ends a little different, but it was close, man. So I'm proud of myself. I'll be curious to hear that back and hear what it sounded like. Because interesting. Interesting. Great job, bro. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate well, I'm just going to tell you, man. Uh, I know that you have been working on that for six months. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, write not, a line. Not every day for yeah, six yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write a line and be, get frustrated and walk away. I don't know how guys write a whole album that way. And we've talked about that before. I, 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 Dude, to get that verse, what was that, 30 seconds maybe, 40 seconds maybe? Like, yeah, I'd write a line and walk away. And I understand now why they call it chopping. It's, it's the way you have to phrase things and say things. It's more chopped up and broken up. It's like, picture me. Picture me with your third eye imagery vividly up in the lab creating chemistry never sleep because I keep my eyes on my enemies. It's you're chopping up the line instead of saying like one line like cruising down the street in my six foe, jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. It's picture me with your third eye imagery vividly up in the lab creating chemistry never sleep because I keep my eyes on my enemies. And I also need a hype man. I get now why rappers have hype mans, especially guys that do that, because that would be the moment like when I say. Picture me with your third eye imagery vividly up in the lab creating chemistry. Never sleep. Somebody would say that. Never sleep because I keep my eyes on my enemies and my so-called friends with their backstab tendencies. Pretend to be kin to me, trying to bring an enemy. Negative energy never made sense to me. I could have somebody playing off, catch my breath, catch back up. So I started like as I wrote this and performed it, I started my mind started opening to like, oh, that's why it's chopped. That's why because the, the, the lyrics are like literally chopped into little tiny so the dudes that come up with really creative rhyme schemes and word patterns and say incredible like punchlines doing that, my respect level just, I already respected them like crazy because I thought I couldn't do it. Right. Now, now attempting to do it, I'm like, holy shit, these guys are aliens from like another planet, like Locksmith, Ritz, Tech Nine, Twista, Yellow Wolf. They're not human. They're not human. I don't know how I, to, do a, a, to, to do a song like that or an album like forget about it dude it's insane like that 30 seconds 40 seconds was like hard work for me 
Well, first of all, Bill, let me say this. Yeah. Never sleep. No. Yeah. yeah. You told me to say <laughs> yeah, it. So yeah. Never that sleep. Would, you'd have been the hype, but you, that would have been your line if we'd have had more time to work on it. Yeah. You know, picture me with your third eye imagery vividly up in the lab creating chemistry. Never sleep. Because I keep my eyes on my enemies and my so-called friends with their backstabbing tendencies. Yeah. But yeah you, you, we could have played off each other like that. But that's why I get now why dudes have hype. That's one of the things about DMX is everybody talked about when he was on stage, no hype man. Just him and the DJ on the stage. Like, I heard that about him. That made him a lot different because, you know, Buster Rhymes has had the same hype man for years. Cube uses uh, WC, and before that, it was Mac 10. Like, and uh, I get it now. Like, they give you space to breathe. Like, they pick up a couple lines and you, you <gasps> and they come back in. Like, I, I totally get it now. Like, some it, of the greats, Buster Rhymes, Just Juice. Yo, <laughs> the corporate hype, man. Yes, just juice. If you like this, throw your hands in the air. In the air. <laughs> hey, one of our boys' friends of the show was a hype man, right? <laughs> I mean, de depending on your definition of hype. Yes. Like, I played softball with that guy. I think his name was Jeremy or something. Yes, yeah. Like, Does he listen to the show? Maybe I said no, friend I've, of the show. Yeah. I don't think I've ever even seen him since then. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because that softball was over and then, like, covid and like i've like yeah. he wasn't like a friend of mine i just knew him from softball yeah and like it was so weird because i was like yeah hey, i think i know that guy we showed up to a con who was it who who were we going to see webby. chris webby and the opening act this local some local unsigned dude that just got lucky enough to be there to open up this guy walks out and goes hey everybody get get ready yeah put put your hands up you, you, got, you guys are ready to do this yeah or what come on hey why don't you come a little closer? And I'm like, wow, this guy's terrible. And Scott's like, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> Who is this guy? Like, I, this think is I, the, I think I play softball with that guy. This is the most unhype hype man I've ever seen. Like, who put the hype man hey. on Xanax? Like, <laughs> Everyone's got their thing. Yeah. And his thing is the anti-hype man. Yeah. Do your thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who's ready for this? I know I am. Here we go, everybody. I've been waiting all day for this. Yeah. Let's do it. Why don't you come in a little closer where we could feel your energy? I know I'm about to blow, aren't you? Like, it was just like... My boy, T-Money, is about to <laughs> drop some fire. Yeah. All and right. then he just stood there while he performed and nodded his head. It was crazy. The fact that you knew him, dude, I was just like, hilarious. That man. is awesome. Hilarious. You know what's funny? You mentioned a lot of things. You mentioned, yeah, a lot of things. You mentioned softball. You know what I was thinking the other day? You have day. been thinking a lot. I have been thinking a lot. I was thinking the other day. Oh, by the way. Yeah. I know she doesn't listen. Yeah. But uh, hello, Amber. Yes. Oh, I told Savage when I got here. Hey, man, my wife tells you hello. She actually tells me to tell you hello every time I come here, like every time before recording sessions. So I owe you three years of hellos, like for my wife. My wife says hello for three years straight. I've literally <laughs> been sitting here thinking, God, Amber hates me. She yeah. never says hi. <laughs> but she's been saying hi the entire time. Absolutely. Every time I leave, tell, tell Scott I said hello. And, and when I come home, she's like, how's Scott doing? She checks in, wants to know how you're doing, how things are going. So let me just tell you this, Bill. Yeah. And just so you know, I'm yeah. sure you already know. Amber and myself are friends. Yes. On the social media. Yes, you are. And uh, you tell Amber that I said hello back, and I hope she's doing well. You want me to give her two years, two or three years well, just, worth? Just one. You, yeah. But let her know. You know what? I never told Scott, and I told him today, and he busted my balls. Yeah, yes. And I'm going to make sure that I'm going to check in with her and say, yo, did Bill tell you I said hi? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if I, you I, drop the ball, be like, nah, you, but, get your man. I'll do get your I, man. I'll do it when I get home, for sure. <laughs> 
I don't want to feel so the wrath you, you of were, the carpet you were, Nazi. Sorry, you were thinking. Yes, I, I was thinking about, we talk about adulting a lot on the show and how much we, you know, all of a sudden yard work and lawnmowers and weed eaters become important. And I was thinking about how, you know, as an adult, you don't just see your friends to see your friends. You talked about he was a friend from softball, but not a right. friend friend, but you right. saw him at softball. Like I see Savage when I come to record the podcast. So once every three weeks, you and I hang because we're going to do the podcast. We're going to grab lunch. Keith, another friend that I go way back 20 plus years. I see him every Friday night because we have band practice. When we're not in a project, unless I run into Keith at Walmart, I don't see him. But I was thinking about, man, when you're a kid, do you ever remember just, we don't just drop in on our friends unannounced to be like, hey, is, can Savage come out and play? Is Savage home? Like, do you remember doing that as a kid? Absolutely. Like, dude, it's just like, I don't see my friends unless I have a reason to, unless something is going on. And, uh, you know, I don't just drop in like unannounced and be like, yeah, obviously we got an hour and 20 minute drive, but I've never just, Keith lives in Plymouth. I live in Ione. I've never just driven through and been like, what's up, man? What you doing today? Like just drop in and say, hey, you see your friends when you have a reason to. There has to be something going on generally. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's one thing about adulting that kind of sucks. Well, maybe, but also the other side piece of that is like, there's very few people that if I didn't know they were coming and they just showed up at my door, I'd be like, ugh. Right, right, right. What are you, like I was doing something. Right, right, right. I was in the middle of something. And that's the thing about- I don't about have time ad- to visit. That's the thing about adulting too. That's the flip side to that is as an adult, you'd feel uncomfortable just dropping in on someone probably like, like i feel that way like if i'm about to work out or i'm something like there i can re- vividly vividly remember a time i was a dressed i was about ready to work and my dad facetimed me oh okay and yeah. like i was like i need to talk to my dad yeah right like right. i can't be like hey let me call you back dude i'm in the middle of something i was like right, all right, right, right. call let's just talk right yeah and i literally like you know, when you talk to your dad, our 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 parents now they're a little older. They they kind of ramble. They kind of do their thing sometimes or whatever, right, right? Right. And by the time I got off the phone with him, I didn't even feel like working out, and I didn't. Right. Because I lost my mojo. Right. Yeah. The motivation right? was gone at that point. I was yeah. like, well, I might as well just take a nap and eat some chocolate. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you know, if you got, if you're gonna go, go all the way, my friend. That doesn't sound half bad, actually. <laughs> so 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 no, I uh, absolutely hundred hundred percent. But like and. I think that's just part of adulting now. You know oh, I mean? for sure. And I and I was thinking about that too because and, you know we talked a couple episodes back about my uncle passing, and I uh, had a crazy ass work week after that episode of recording. And I was like, I got to Friday, and everybody was like, "It's Friday! Thank God it's Friday! Thank God it's Friday!" And I'm like, "Yes, I was beat. I just had a crazy week at work." And uh, and then I'm getting in my car going, oh, you know what? I got to hop in the car at like 6 a.m. tomorrow with my sister. And we drove to Southern California for that funeral. So I got, you know, Friday night I had band practice. I watched Bucky and the Bird. I went to bed and uh, got up at like 5 in the morning and went to my sister's house in Sac. Drove to Southern California, checked into the hotel, went to the funeral, went to the reception, which was beautiful. Back in the back to the hotel, up bright and early the next morning, visited with family for a minute, and back home. So I literally spent a whole weekend just in the car. But the thing was, I saw this family, and we've talked about this before, that I hadn't seen in years. And it's why am I I seeing them for the first time, some of these people in 20 years, and it's because of a funeral. Like literally, it was a six-hour drive. I was like, man. When you don't got little kids begging, like, when's the next stop to the bathroom or or when are we almost there or trying to get to Disneyland and excited when 
six hours and it didn't feel like six hours have an adult conversation and i haven't seen my that's the first time i spent time with my sister and my brother-in-law because of covid but i get and i see this family and it's the first i've never met a lot of my cousins husbands and wives and i met one of my cousin's kids for the first time and I, last time i saw them they were little kids now they got kids and they're married and i'm just thinking like damn why am i here because of a funeral why have it it's southern california like all them trips I made to Disneyland, why didn't I just be like, hey, I'm in town and knock on the door? And it's because of that. It's because you can't just drop, you got to plan it and set it up and be an adult and that people work and have lives and, you know. Well, I can tell you this, and this is something that uh, me and my brother have talked about. Right. And it, this is part of it is, uh, A, it's a little bit of adulting. Right. But the other side of that is this, is that. It's a two-way street, man. And when you yeah. make the effort or you are making effort and you feel like you're not getting it back, you stop trying because it's annoying that you're the only one making the effort. Right, right. I've done that with several people, friends I mean, and family. We've talked about that yeah, before. And it's yeah, and just, it's just like, look, man, like, this is important to me. I don't want us to not communicate or see each other or be friends or whatever or family. You know what I mean? But if I'm the only one doing the work, yeah, yeah. Fuck you then. Yeah. I'm no. not going to look, I don't hate you, but I'm not going to go out of my way. Yeah. For somebody who isn't willing to go out of their way for me. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. part of it too, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like the other side of that is how many times have those people from Southern California been like, yo, Bill, we got to get together, dude. I know. Like, where can I, let's meet in Bakersfield. Yeah. Let's hang out for the day. Yeah. How many times has that happened? It hasn't. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. There you go, my yeah. man. Yeah. Like, that's that, it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, but I got a daughter now going to college in Southern California at UC Irvine. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to make a weekend. I'm going to say, hey, this weekend, Kylie, I'm going to come up and visit you. And I'm just going to messenger, Facebook messenger, all the cousins and be like, hey, I'm going to be in town this weekend. You guys want to get together for dinner. I told them that when I left, we're going to make this happen. I'm going to make it happen because really six hours. It was like, that's really nothing. I remember as a kid that drive to Disneyland, I drive to SoCal seemed like an eternity. Now as an adult having a good conversation uh, listening to music. My brother-in-law had the Yankees game on at one point. We won't talk about that. But anyway. <laughs> I've been talking about that guy's sketchy character from the beginning. Yeah. First time I saw his picture. I love Paul, man. But he's a he's a massive Yankees fan. But he grew up in Northern California. I don't know how that happens. But anyway. Uh, but it was just... It, dude, I was like, are we there? Like, we're half hour away. Like, whoa, what happened? It was an easy drive. Smooth. And I will make that happen at some point this summer. Like cut out of work early on a Friday and just get in the car and get down there and spend like, or maybe on a Thursday and spend Friday and Saturday and then cut back out Sunday and come home. You know, it's going to happen, uh, you know, cause yeah, it's, it just needs to. When, when I, when I, my grandmother passed away two marches ago. Yeah. I spent time down at my grandma's down in, uh, Tehachapi. And then also in the Bay area when we had our service and stuff. So we got a, good amount of family time right and i said the same thing man yeah like dude and we're, when we're together we have fun we laugh it's just amazing and i'm and we were like i was yeah, like yeah. yo why don't we do this yeah like yeah like it's not that hard all we got to do is we got to make an effort right yeah i made like a facebook group page like i arranged something i made something happen you know what i mean yeah and we did it one time it was great couple people showed up couple people couldn't make it right yeah yeah People stop texting. People do their own lives, and then like, right, 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 for sure. Yeah. All right, man. I tried. I did my job. 
And I've got that with other family members and friends. Like, look, dude, I, I made an effort. It's not getting reciprocated. I'm not going to, you know. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had a friend. Literally, like this. <laughs> it's funny you bring this up. I literally had a friend that, like, I hadn't heard from in, like, eight months. And he's like, where you been? I said, fuck you. Where you been? Yeah. <laughs> I go, I reached out all the time. And, like, he's like, well, you usually call me. And I said, it's, it's a two-way street, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like. I'm not your servant. Yeah. yeah if you're yeah. my friend, then you call me. Yeah, yeah. If you were wondering where I was, why didn't you call me? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So I that's do. it, man. Like, hey, you struck a chord right now. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna fire me up. <laughs> so I will make that happen at some point. And if you know, if the cousins can't make it work, I'll have a weekend in SoCal. I told my wife, I said, look, we'll go to the beach. We'll we'll get some good meals. We'll we'll just crew. We won't have a set agenda. We'll cruise and hang out, visit with Kylie. And uh, my daughter, Kylie, uh, and just, you know, if we can meet up with them and grab dinner and catch up because vice versa, they've never met Amber either. Like one of my cousins has, but you know, so it would be great to do that. So, and I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to work on that. It's one of my goals now, but yeah, we'll see what we can do, man. Well, I hope it works. Yeah. And I hope it works out in your benefit. Yeah. And I hope that uh, it inspires your family to make time for each other and yes yeah i mean six hours it's not undoable and it's not obviously not something that's going to happen like you know once a month or something but you know as many times as i've been down in socal like for disneyland trips like for a while it was like every year and we never saw them like and it was just all it would have taken was a text like hey we're in town because the moment i let my cousin know that last trip we took to disneyland he's like dude let's do something let's get together have lunch let's meet up he met us at the park and then we went to a Padres game. It was incredible, man. So yeah, it's 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 gonna happen. I will make that happen. Good for you, dude. Thank you. Can we move on? We can move on. Absolutely. Oh. It was just a thought I had, so I, I like that. Diverged. You have it. been thinking. Yes, I have. AKA the thinking man. Mm-hmm. Transition, baby. Transam. Transition. Oh, transition. Yes, sir. I'm about to hit you with something that is absolutely mind-bottling. Okay, do it. Did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> that, that I'm going to hit you with something that's mind-bottling. I thought it was the silence. Like, that's no. very mind-bottling. This is a uh, podcast. Oh, I'm hit you something with its mind-bottling, Bill. All right. Mind-bottling, isn't it? Did you just say mind-bottling? Yeah, mind-bottling. You know, when things are so crazy, it gets your thoughts all trapped, like in a bottle. <laughs> I dropped that on you last episode, and you were like, mind-bottling? Yes. And I was like, oh, I got to teach you up, bro. I got to teach you up. It's from the movie Blades of Glory. Which I've seen, but right? I guess it's just been so long. That didn't strike a chord with me. Like, it didn't even register. I was like, you know, and it probably not one of the more memorable Will Ferrell flicks, but uh, I did see it. I chuckled a few times, but I did not remember that line to save my life. I just thought that was one of our... You know, uh, funny slip of the tongue moments here on the 209 to Lafinity podcast. Like, oh, you meant to say mind boggling and said mind bottling, but no. Well, I didn't. No, you were pulling from a movie. Baby. Oh, I, there's, hey, there's always a, a, re, a, a reason for the madness. That's right. Method to savage's madness. Method to the savage madness. I like it. Breaking news, Bill. This just in. Over the wire. Hot off the presses. Off the press. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, buddy. 
You ready for this big news? Yeah, we've been talking about this, hinting at this, um, and we left it on a cliffhanger the last episode that you said this episode you were going to drop the breaking news bomb on us, and I am ready. All right. Well, here's the breaking news. Uh, before this leaks out to yes. the you know the TMZs of the world, right, right, the um, you know. The uh, other industry people who are National just, Enquirer. Yeah, like yeah. every time I walk out of the house and send somebody a shaka, uh, <laughs> you know, there's some type of uh, paparazzi it's, it's following front page me, news, yeah, right? Digging through my trash, oh, trying to find the info. You know how it is. That's the worst. Out here in beautiful Series California. California. Yeah. Uh, this just in breaking news. Uh, I am leaving my job. Yes. After 15 and a half years. Wow. Wow. With one agency. Wow. Yeah. I have uh, signed a lucrative deal. All right. I like it. With a... uh, Baller. With uh, San Joaquin County. Okay. As a social worker. All right. Uh, It is a big step up for me, I believe, uh, Mm -hmm. for several reasons. Uh, it is uh, something that I have uh, I have been thinking about and possibly wanting to do and exploring my options, that kind of thing. Right. And uh, very subtly, uh, this was one of my uh, New Year's resolutions. Right. I said I needed to figure out what I wanted to do employment-wise one way or the other. Right. Um, off the air, you know that I've had some frustrations Yes. Uh, with the way the things are, and, and uh, it, which inspired me to even look somewhere else. Right. Um, but uh, it, it, it was a process that went uh, extremely quickly to the point where I almost felt rushed. Right. Um, I did an interview. Um, I applied. I did the interview. The interview process was weird because of COVID, so it was a Zoom meeting. Oh yeah, so I had that is weird. I had four yeah. boxes on the computer, and right. I'm interviewing. You know, you're kind of interviewing for your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're on a computer, right? You know, it's and it's weird. And uh, I had a my cousin interviewed for a position the other day, and she told me like she hated it, like it was like right, right. And for me, I was I felt a little more comfortable because I was in my room. Right. I was in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Whereas instead of like going to this big intimidating room and you got four people surrounding you and you're like nervous and palm sweaty, you know, mom spaghetti. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but I, so I did the interview and they, and, and, uh, I'll be honest, I told you when I was done, like I felt like I crushed it. Right. Like I just nailed it. Right. Like I'd, I'd never done an interview and felt as confident as I did with this interview. Right. And when I finished the interview, they were like, okay, so here's how it's going to work. Uh, you'll probably hear something from us one way or another in a week or two. Uh, if you don't hear anything in a couple weeks, then email the lady who set up the interview. It doesn't necessarily mean that, uh, that it's bad. It just, the way the world is with COVID, like something may pop up and then like all of a sudden, like we're a week behind and right. and she'll kind of give you an update. Like we had, and she was like, we had a scenario where we had done an interview and it was somebody we were going to hire. Then the person that was going to hire got sick and then they were out for two weeks. So then we had to, and then she's like, and then that person ended up going somewhere else because they hadn't heard anything. So I just, this is what to do. And I said, okay, cool. No problem. I understand. It's the way of the world. I'm not worried. Like I'm not like. You know, as I'm currently working, so like, if it's something that happens, then cool. If not, then like, I'm not freaking out. She's like, okay, excellent, man. Thank you for understanding. Really appreciate it. I was like, all right, cool. Got off the interview, 
Called a couple people that I was talking to, said, Leo, I just finished. Felt like I crushed it. Went really well. Uh, they called me two hours later and offered me the job. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's insane, man. Uh, yeah. I talked to somebody who actually works there, and she was like, I have absolutely never heard of that happening. You must have destroyed the interview. Wow. Yeah, man. And then so, uh, and then uh, so... They, what they do is they give you a provisional offer, and then when you do what I do, the provisional offer just means, hey, basically, you got to pass your fingerprints, your drug tests, that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, when you're working with kids and stuff like that. Of course. You got you to gotta make sure the particulars are good. Right. You don't want to hire the ba- the wrong kind of person. No. So uh, that all took some process, and then, like I said, I've been where I've been at for 15 years. So uh, extracting myself from that has been... Uh, has been a process. Right. Uh, you know, it's the people I work with are like family. Uh, I care about them very much. Um, we're like, you know, I talk about over this, over the last few years of the podcast, I talk like I go play pool, uh, a volleyball pool with my friend Tracy, right? Right, right. And I work with Tracy. That's how I met her. Like, we're like family. Like, we're friends. Like, I would do anything for her. So, like, extracting myself from that is, is, is has been a process. And then... I've got families that I've worked with, multiple families I've worked with for over 10 years. Right. Like, so that's not just a work relationship. You no. Know I mean? Oh, no. You know? Yeah. And, and you know me, like, the way Savage is, like, I'm a people person. So, like, those are connections. And, you know, I talked to uh, I talked to one, one family, and he was extremely excited for me. Right. He was um, um, positive and, like, I'm so awesome man like you're amazing i'm surprised that you haven't moved on before like i'm lucky for the 10 years that we had together right right and i was like man that made me feel so good because yeah. like he wasn't like mad or you know right. disappointed that i was leaving and being selfish right right uh and then i told another family and and the the mom cried she, oh wow she was wow uh she was emotionally distraught wow. like i can't i can't talk to you right now i need to i i i She's like, I'm, I'm happy for you, but like, it's a big deal, right? You know what yeah. I mean? And 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 that and that one, and when it went, it didn't, it hurt, not in a bad way, right? You know, I, it made me feel good that that I had made such an impact, but also that that I, you know, that she's that sad that I'm leaving. Right. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so it's it's a uh, it's a process. Uh, I uh, I'm gonna. This week right now, let's see, today is, let me check the old calendar. Uh, today is uh, May 3rd. All right. Uh, so my final day is going to be this Friday, the okay. 7th. Wow. And then I will have uh, 17 days to myself to kind of cleanse my palate and yeah. just relax and do some stuff around the house and maybe do some golfing. and There you, you know, go. Just kind yeah. of. Just kind of chill and not have a job for a couple of weeks before I yeah. start my new gig on the 24th. That's smart, man. I remember when I left uh, ServPro after four years, um, and they tried to give me the la- when I put in my notice, they tried to give me my last week off. They wanted to give me my last week. And I think a big part of that was they they wanted me to use my vacation time. Right. They, yeah, they wanted me to take that week's pay that I had. They didn't want to pay me for a week and then have to pay me the vacation pay. And I was like, nah, nah, because all I was thinking about was the dollar signs. Like, yo, I need the money. I need the money. I need the money. So I worked that Monday through Friday and then just had. And, you know, because I was no longer I was leaving that position, they no longer had me doing the job I was doing. I wasn't out marketing because I was doing route sales and marketing. They were like I was kind of grounded. So what I was doing was staying in the shop and doing like physical labor. I was cleaning equipment and sweeping the shop and, 
getting things ready, prepping equipment for the next job. Like, so I was doing physical labor. So I did this week of like all physical labor and then had like Friday, Saturday and Sunday. It was the weekend. But, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, what's this new job going to be like? What's going to happen? How are the people? Am I going to fail? Am I going to succeed? And in hindsight, now looking back, I, sh- I should have stopped being cheap and taken that five day five days to wrap my mind around everything and just relax and taking the pay and just but I was like thinking about that last check you know I'm gonna get one last check it's gonna be my vacation pay my regular play plus whatever commissions they owe me and that'll be a cushion going into the next job in case things don't work out but boy in hindsight I would have taken those I should have taken that Monday through Friday to just get my head straight and be prepared mentally because I went into that after a weekend of not really sleeping that well and worrying and contemplating about how things were going to go. And I went into that job like kind of stressed and I should have decompressed and, and been ready. So I think it's smart, man. That 17 days is going to be super valuable to you. It's uh, it's it's just I, I especially after 15 years, man, that's it's 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 I need I'm going to need to, you know, clean my mind. Yeah. Cleanse, cleanse, my, cleanse, cleanse the, the palate. palate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, and it, and it, and it's just, for me, it's, 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 it's definitely the, I didn't want to be like, okay, Friday job done Monday. Here we go. Yeah. But, no, you know, no. Because I'm telling you huge I, mistake I made. The, the second that I accepted the offer, I've had big time anxieties. Yes. You and I've been in contact. Yeah. And a lot of different things, leaving my families, leaving my work family, right? Right. Did I bite off more than I can chew? Can I do this? Like, am I going to fail? Like, what happens if I'm wrong? What if this is the wrong move? All of those things, right? Which I think is totally natural, which I think is what every single person that goes to a new job feels. That's what I did. You just said you felt that way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You were were taking a jump up in what you were doing. Can I do this? Am I screwing myself here? Yeah. Right me this is a different job like it's the same job but it's a different job right right it's more it's it's i'm being paid more i'm getting an insane retirement because i'm working with the county and the government so like it's it's a real big bump for me from where i'm at and so with that comes expectations and 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 pressure and anxiety and fear and i'm 95 percent sure yeah i'm gonna get there and then within a day or two probably be like ah man i was tripping for nothing yeah yeah, because i have had people who have been in the industry who work in the county who work in counties who have worked at the county and now work with me and they're like you're gonna kill this dude like right right you can do this the work is no different like hell yeah knowing who you are yeah you got it dude like don't trip right and that's what my manager told me who used to be at the county she's like this is a great opportunity for you like off the record i'm not gonna say who she is Right. She was like, I kind of want to go back. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, it is a good opportunity. Of, yeah. like, if, if it's not about, if you're looking at like the benefits of what it's, what, what you're getting. So, right. Right. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely been some anxieties and, 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 um, um, fear and, uh, feelings about this because it's been such a, you know, a, a, when you've been somewhere for so long and like, I'm the kind of guy, like, I don't, like, I don't deal change that well. Right. I don't think a lot of people deal with change well, but I don't right. deal with change. Like, I'm the kind of guy, like, I'll hunker down and be like, this is fine. This yeah, is yeah. fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Right. So, I, and, and then, so like, I've never, <laughs> I've actually never given notice at yeah. a job. I've either been fired. Yeah. Or 
let go because like um, hours or like they're, you know, not because I did anything wrong, but like because like there's not enough work or something like that. Right, right. I've never been like had to give notice like, all right, I'm leaving. Yeah. So this has been a total new experience for me. So like my boss is like, when's your last day? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you supposed to tell me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, two weeks, I guess. I don't know. I've got to give you two weeks. And she's yeah. like, you've been here 15 years. You tell me. Yeah. And I was like, all right. I know. And so anyway, uh, yeah, my last day will be this Friday, the 7th. Uh, my office day is Friday. It's been Friday uh, for the last 12 years, right. 11 years, uh, yeah. my office day. So I felt that it was uh, kind of ceremonial to end on a Friday. And have Absolutely. My last office day, so. Hell yeah. Well, congratulations, brother. I'm proud of you. Uh, if I knew which button was the big things button, I'd hit it because you're getting ready to do big well, things, big things, I, baby. I can tell you this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. If by big things you mean West Side. Yeah. There it is. Oh, that's good. That's a good omen right there. Hell yes. You're going to be doing big things, man. I couldn't be more proud. And I can tell you 100% without a doubt, I know you will get in there and you will crush. I don't have a doubt in my mind because I can tell you, man, I know how scary it is. I did 18 years at a restaurant and then went into something totally, completely different and new and was terrified. Leaving the restaurant wasn't difficult because I was miserable at that job. But starting something completely new as, as far as marketing scared the hell out of me. And I did that for four years. And then I made the change from marketing to property management, which I knew zero about. Same way I knew nothing about marketing, I knew zero about property management to the point where the first couple of weeks, I came home and told my wife I made a huge mistake because I knew nothing. And so I was like learning on the fly, making mistakes, feeling inadequate, feeling incompetent. But I had a team around me that was willing to help me and work with me. And they didn't see it as that. They saw that I was working hard and trying. But there was a couple of weeks that were rough where I told my wife like, yo, I've made a mistake. I know they've got benefits. I know there's retirement. I know that it's better money. But I at least enjoyed what I was doing prior. You know, I'm not happy right now because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and feel like a big giant screw up. But I got through that and then I was really glad it was the bet one of the best decisions I've ever made in my entire life. So you're going into something where it may be different, but it's still your field. And I think you're going to just it's going to be amazing, dude. Well, two things have have made me feel a little bit better without starting yet. Yeah. And those two things are that I've just happened to randomly see a couple articles and they said an employee yeah. at a new job yeah. takes on average nine to 15 months to feel comfortable in their new position. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like that's the expectation. If you have never worked at a certain place before. Right. Not this. Obviously that's not everybody. That's an average. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to take you nine months to figure out Taco Bell. No. Yeah. Let's right? hope not. Yeah. But. If wait, you, wait. How much sour cream in his burrito supreme now? Yeah. You know. How clean these pots supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Now, now I know that the chalupas get the shredded lettuce, but do the tacos as well? I'm a little confused here. I know hey, it's been 10 months. I'm only seven months in. It takes nine to 15. <laughs> Where do you keep the Diet Dr. Pepper and the Baja Blasts? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know why they're Southern but and working at Taco Bell. It don't have yeah. to be Southern. But yeah, that just sounded right. Because, you know, Southern people don't know yeah. anything about Mexican food. Right. That's very true. Hey, uh, yeah, let me get one of them Quesalupas. 
Oh, what's your ch- what's in a chalooper? Yeah. Chalupa, sir? Chalooper. Yeah. <laughs> There's no R on that, sir. Well, there he is now, boy. I said what I said. You give yeah. me down them chaloopers right there. You got venison? <laughs> Ding! He's no. got a spittoon, apparently. I don't no, know why. We don't have venison chaloopers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's that, you know, like, I, the, the idea that it's going to take a little time to get comfortable. Sure. And to not freak out. Yeah. Right? And There's then, a little comfort knowing that. Yeah. And then yeah. on top of that... I've got some people that I already know that work there and they're like, you're going to go with me. I'm going to make sure that you're good. I'm going to take care of you. That's awesome. And then the third thing is I have to remember, I keep telling myself, it doesn't matter if you're scary. You think you might not be able to do this. Right. They think you can. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. They fucking called you back two hours later and said, we want you. That's right. That's right. So I got to remember that. Yes. Yeah. There was. They something... believe in me. Yeah. It's not just like, ah, you get in here. Did, That's right. Can you do this? Yeah. It was like, yo, we, we'll call you back in two weeks. We don't want that guy to go anywhere. Right. Call him back now. Call him back tonight. Yes. Yes. Offer him. Yeah. So I got to remember that. It's, it's going to be a change. It's going to be uh, different for a while. It's going to be an adjustment. Um, but we are human beings and we adjust. Yes, we do. We absolutely we adapt. Yes. You changed your career twice and you went from slanging biscuits and gravy. Yes. To being in property management and passed your, uh, real, real estate, estate exam. exam. Yeah. Right. Look at you, man. Yeah. Look, you're a homeowner, right? Yeah. Huge changes in the I last mean, few years, yeah. DJ Billier is out here doing things. Trying, man. Trying to grow up a little bit. I spent way too long in that restaurant uh, spinning my wheels, and uh, now I'm playing catch-up. But I'm, I'm making big strides. So that's my breaking news, man. That's uh, huge, man. Congratulations. Big, big life change. Yes. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the change. I'm not looking forward to leaving like right. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a thing that last day will be emotional for sure uh yeah there, i think that we're gonna we're gonna have like a a potluck and there you go you know, some things yeah so. yeah they barbecued when i left surf pro i was honored because my boss at surf pro was had has a traeger and he brought it in and was cooking up tri-tip and they it was it was it was they got a cake yeah. i was i felt very because 18 years at that restaurant and they were basically like, don't let the door hit you on your ass on the way out. Like, it, like I think one of the owner's sisters went, ran up to the grocery store and got a cake that said, and they, you know, they did the buy bill. Like, you know, like it was like nothing after 18 years. Like it wasn't even like a big deal. Everybody was just kind of like, see ya. Like, well, I, I, cause they're all miserable there. That's why. Right. And they're like, fuck you for getting out of here and escaping. I, I know the people that are my, like my family, like they're yeah. going to be sad, but they're happy for me because this is good for me. And I know that they're going to do something and I'm planning on doing something for each of them that are important to me. There you go. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I should yeah. figure that out soon. Um, but then also like one of my buddies was like, you think the agency's going to do anything for you? And I was like, the agency no yeah <laughs> i think they're gonna be like pissed off they have to pay me a big vacation check right yeah and it's big yeah you got a lot of time it's big yeah <laughs> hey hey listen this this is this you want to know uh do you want to know what i am going to sound like uh when i leave when my final my final my final day yes 
when because because you when you leave somewhere like you know like there's a process like they got to close you out and your equipment and you know yeah. like i've got phones and and, and yeah. laptops and and right and, they got to close out the final, all that stuff. You right. know what I mean? Like, and I don't know, was it was it like that when you were at ServPro? Uh, I handed off a cell phone that I had a company cell phone that I had to delete and clear everything off of. I handed that off. I packed up my office and hauled everything out to my car that was mine that didn't stay there. And yeah, they took my computer and had to change all the passcodes. They like locked me out of all my apps and stuff that, you know, there's ServPro has their own like software that they use to market and, and track things. And so I was locked out all that. So yeah, all that had to happen before I left. I handed off the company credit card, you know, that I had, I had a credit card for gas and handed mm -hmm. over the keys to the marketing car. So yeah, there was a process before I could leave for sure. So, so that, but, so that was definitely just something like you had to, you, you, uh, you had to get everything ready before. You oh, absolutely. Leave. And I could remember what's funny is I had a great office. So they hired a, an, a, a, the, the, the lead office coordinator, like the lady who was the office manager, basically like the dude, I, 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 the moment I was out of there, she was in there like, I'm going to put this here and like decorating and Oh, this is, she was, she's like, are you done? You, you're done in here. Right. Well, that's the, on it. That, that's, that's the thing. Like. I, I tell people that all the time. Like I told somebody like, they were like, I'm happy for you. Like you, you got to look forward. Right. And I said, that's the thing, dude. Like I told her, I said, if you passed away today in a car accident, right. There would be an email tomorrow saying, I'll rest in peace. Like this horrible tragedy. Right. 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 On Friday, your job would be listed. Yeah. Oh yeah. For so, sure. For sure. So when I, when I leave, right. And they're like, and be like, is there anything else that you need to take care of? Like we got all your stuff. Right, like, right. Like, like, and I'll be like, That's all. Tell him to bring me my money. <laughs> I said, Tell him, bring me my money. That's it, baby. Don't forget to put the vacation pay in there. That's what's up. Well, again, man, congratulations. That's amazing. Like I said, I know that you're going to crush it. I don't have a doubt in my mind, especially knowing that you've got people there that you know that can guide you along the way. Like when I went into my new job, I went in with strangers. So it's amazing that you got people there that that you know and you feel comfortable with. So, dude, dude, kudos, man. It's a, it's a huge step, more money, retirement, the whole nine, working for the county. You can't beat that, man. You can't beat that. You're on your way, baby. On your way. Big thanks. Big thanks. Big thanks, Savage. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, You're and welcome. I, and also, I got to send a shout out to my boy, Dakotas. Yes. Who said, yo, we got to celebrate. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, you right. I said, well, I'm 17 days off, so we're going to set something up. Man. So, <laughs> is that when the 209 Q is going to happen? Well, maybe like a low Q. Low Q. A low Q. <laughs> the 209 low Q. This is not the official it's 209 Q. It's not, it's not enough time to get Mad Cyclone and Jill Cyclone out here. Jill Cyclone. I am loving that, by the way. I love the fact that she's in on it, too. Jill oh. Cyclone. Jill loves the plush puppy. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not? How could you not? Absolutely. I, and maybe I'm wrong. Like I said last week. I think it was two weeks ago. I was like, I'm pretty sure Jill Cyclone likes me, but I'm not positive. And that Cyclone hasn't said anything. So oh, maybe she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she does. She does. <laughs> of course she does. So. They may feel differently when they come out here and meet the carpet Nazi, though. They might. Oh, man. How was your trip? Did you have a good time? Was the flight good? By the way, shoes off. Man. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I'm hey. going to have to spray you down with a sanitizer real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you got them East Coast germs. Yeah. Any burrito on you before you get in here? I know we just ate. Oh, he, ain't, he, he would eat a burrito stand before he came here. That's yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that was the big news, man. That's uh, awesome, man. It's, that is awesome. Uh, it is a big deal. 
uh, and for me and obviously, you know, our my future and and uh, uh, and I'm sure that uh, as as I progress, uh, I'll talk about it a little bit and just kind of keep everybody updated. Oh, and, for sure, you know. absolutely. Updates. That's what we'll be looking for. More breaking news. I mean, because we talked about you know we've talked about you going through the process with your real estate exam and yes. then starting a new job. Yes, things absolutely. like that. So we all about the updates here. Yes, that's what we do, baby. That's what we do. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you have any? Uh, follow up or feedback about the Justice League stuff or anything else? No, you know what's funny, man, is I was hoping that I'd, I'd have some people say like, oh yeah, we agree with you or you're dead wrong. This is, this that movie sucked. I, I like, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. Like I'd love to be able to go back and forth with somebody and hear their thoughts and then give our thoughts. But no, especially with the Justice League, I really thought, um, I really thought we'd get, cause that was really a divisive movie. Like people hated the theatrical cut so much and there was so much foot fight and push for the new version but we didn't get that and i i was kind of disappointed but i did have um a thought that uh crossed my mind about that it uh i was thinking how horrible it must be to be joss whedon the guy that directed the theatrical cut i was just kind of thinking about that because all right not only did they trash the movie when it came to theaters not only did his version get trashed by critics and fans alike, right? They all overwhelmingly, resoundingly hated it. It also took a loss and didn't make money in the theaters. So he had to live through that failure, right? After, I mean, Joss Whedon has talent. Like, I was thinking about the tasks they gave him. They were like, here, take this three hour plus dark movie, make it shorter, make it brighter, and make it funnier, and good luck. He was pretty much screwed from the gate. That was a, a like an almost insurmountable challenge that they gave him. When you think of it like that and you go back and watch that movie, you're like, he really did the best he could. But that dude directed the original Avengers and the Avengers Age of Ultron. So that guy's used to coming off like massive hits. Hey, Josh. Joss? Joss. Yeah, Joss, Joss. Whedon. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, Joss. See that train wreck over there? Yeah. Clean it up. It's pretty nasty. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. Just so you know, we've put a ton of money into that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to need you to completely change it. Yeah. And also, don't suck. Yes. <laughs> and just so you know, no matter what you do, yes. people are probably going to be unhappy. Exactly. Yep. So good luck, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, break. Get out there and make a hit movie. Yeah, so dude, he has that. Get out there and make something of yourself. He he I like that your 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 studio exec, that's exactly what I picture they sound like. So uh yeah. Hi. Like that's every Is it, is it Josh or Joss? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Listen, here's the thing. That's every HR anywhere, like movies, you know, whatever you do, that's just what they hey, sound Steve? like. It's Scott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Brian Adams, right? Yeah. No, that's the singer. I'm Bill. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here's the thing, Bill. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, he he had to then relive it again because after the Snyder Cut drops, then again everybody's like, "Oh my God, this is so amazing! That other version's so fucked up." So I imagine that dude's been kind of living a nightmare the last few years because between his his version bombing. And then all the release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut. He's been hearing that for the last however many years it's been. 
And then the Snyder Cut drops and everybody resoundingly says how much better it is. And why did they go with that shit? That was a horrible idea. So this dude, I mean, I'm sure he's crying himself to sleep on $100 bills every night. It's probably not that big of an issue for him. He's, he's a big major director, but it's got to have sucked a little bit to just be constantly reminded of your failure for the last like three or four years and then have it come up this this way again like everybody go oh yeah dude we were right for the last three years this is amazing you suck like pretty pretty much that's it let me ask you this now and this is this is a devil's advocate if you will yeah maybe he doesn't feel that way because this like he already knew he was trying to clean up a piece of crap right but it, 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 but it he wasn't. wasn't a piece of crap. That's just what the but studios what, thought. Like, he did what he was asked. That's what Bob from HR thought. Yeah. yeah. He did what he was asked, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Karen was like, listen, Josh. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we, it's Josh. <laughs> Josh. Uh, so, <laughs> we loved your work on the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> the what? Avengers. An Age of Arthur. <laughs> Age of Arthur. Yeah. That's the Nickelodeon guy, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's not what it was about. Anyway, Josh. Yeah. Uh, so, we just really believe in... What does he do? Yeah. You're directing. <laughs> yeah. You're directing. We believe in that. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. And this is the formula of what you want to do. And ultimately, if it doesn't work, they're going to think that it's your fault, Josh. Okay? <laughs> so, but... We here believe in you. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Clearly, you know my name. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I would just, that that's something that just kind of crossed th through my head. Like, man, he's had to hear about this Snyder Cut for the last two years. Not only did his movie tank, and it created this whole revolution that he's heard. I think it was a two-year process. Then now the Snyder Cut comes out, and it's pretty much resoundingly accepted and loved by the mass public. And he's like reliving this nightmare like all over again. And I'm like, man, it's got to suck a little bit. It's got to sting. I was just thinking about Joss because, hey, man, the first Avengers, I mean, dude. Legendary. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, that's the thing that like that was the movie that cemented Marvel. Like up to that point, they'd done their solo stuff. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, the first Thors, Captain America. But it all led to that culmination of that first Avengers movie. That first Avengers movie doesn't land. The Marvel Universe is a lot different as we see it. That first Avengers movie doesn't get critical success and doesn't get commercial success. Everything shifts, and we may not be where we're at right now. Talk, getting, you know, uh, when we talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and when we talk about WandaVision and Endgame, we might not have all this if that movie had failed. And so, you know, that did well. Age of Ultron did well, and it just propelled the Marvel Universe. So clearly, the dude's talented, and I'm sure he's directed a lot of other things that I don't know the names of, like. He's been out there and in the game for a while, but it's just got to suck a little bit. I was thinking about that, that it's got to sting a bit, you know, to be like, man, would you guys shut the fuck up about this Snyder cut? I'm done. I get it. I get it. Okay. Sorry. Like, it would be interesting to know if in that industry you have tough skin. Yeah. Or you get butt hurt about stuff like that. It would be. Yeah. And I, like, I wonder if that hurts. Like, yeah. Come on, man. You asked me to do something and I did it. And it's not my fault that people didn't like what you wanted me to do. I did the best that I could do. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know? I was thinking about that. And then the other thing we or did. Or maybe he's like. <laughs> yeah. You paid me. Next. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
I have a Tesla that I park inside another Tesla. Yeah. So. <laughs> Suck it, Karen. That's right. Deal with it. So yeah, that I was thinking about. And then we did our review of uh, Kong. Godzilla versus Kong, excuse me. We did. And I started thinking about uh, a movie, because I had said, right, that these movies need star power. The problem with this movie is not the monsters fighting, it's the people and the story that revolves around the people that I said in our episode, I didn't give a shit about. I said I didn't give a shit about the little girl doing sign language with Kong. I didn't give a shit about the podcaster. I didn't give a shit about the girl from Stranger Things or the coach from... Uh, whatever the hell that TV show was, the Friday Night Lights, they were he was wasted, and we talked about that. And then I started thinking, wait, there's another movie about a guy who does sign language to a giant gorilla and talks with him, and that giant gorilla fights a big giant lizard, and that movie is called Rampage with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, based on the 80s video game that you and I pumped quarters in the arcade to play, like the, the loosest plot premise ever, right? That video game doesn't have a story at all, like, and it works, it works. I cared about, when the when the monkey and, and the when the gorilla and the lizard fight, it's great. The special effects are great, but I was locked into the Rock doing special effects. Uh, spent doing special effects. The Rock spoke to his monkey in sign language because he was like a zookeeper that worked on a, on a place that raised these gorillas and learned about them. And he he could talk to the gorilla like George, and he, he they talked. And and then you got Jeffrey Dean Morgan in that one. You got Jack Quaid in there. I mean, they, they, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Manganiello, who ended up being in, uh, he's in the Justice League. He was, he was the, uh, bad guy at the end of the Justice League that comes up and meets with, uh, Luther at the end. Right. He's Deathstroke. So, I mean, that, and that's exactly what I was talking about, right? Rampage. It's cheesy. It's fun. Like the story, I couldn't remember why the, the, the gorilla got big and the lizard got big and why the rock had to be the one to go in and save them. But I was invested because it was the rock, because it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan from, from uh, he's, Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, dude. Yeah, the cast made it, carried it, and made it believable. And I will say, as cheesy as Rampage was, I enjoyed it way more than Kong vs. Godzilla. Special effects have come up a notch, so I'll give the nod to the special effects on Kong vs. Godzilla, but for story and star power and just being fun and funny and caring about the people, I go Rampage all day. Like, I don't even gotta think about that. Star power yeah. is the difference between good being great yeah great being phenomenal right and phenomenal being legendary right or average being good yeah we talked about it when we talked about the denzel movie on hbo max right if that had been whoever else that wasn't as powerful as denzel that movie's probably not that good yeah we we had said i wouldn't even have watched it if right. it wasn't it's not my type of movie no like, but yeah. like denzel's in it we like denzel we like what he does we yeah. were interested like i was entertained yeah i was too yeah. you know so uh, that's it now uh you're, you're not wrong at least i will say this at least for kong versus godzilla versus kong at least it wasn't godzilla versus kong 
John Cena as Kong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like that that kind of star yeah, power. Yeah, like yeah, no, we don't Jean Claude Van Damme is Godzilla. Yeah, no, we don't need that. That yeah. would have been god awful. Yeah, no. Like I said, the special effects, like the monsters when they fought, were incredible. But that, the that, people, the, I, the the Hong Kong scene, oh, was fantastic. So good. The Godzilla versus Kong fight on the water on the ships, incredible fantastic yeah like, like we talked about it like i never yes. i didn't feel like oh this is a computer like it wasn't whack like no when like when i watched matrix 3 i thought i was watching a cartoon absolutely at one point. yeah 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 you know what i mean like yeah. they were trying but they didn't have the capability they weren't why, there yet which is why matrix 4 should be phenomenal yeah i can't wait yeah uh december yeah so uh so this is what i will tell you though uh not tell you but i was i will say before we get out of here yeah if I was to say, where do you think I popped the most quarters into Rampage at, what would you say? Ooh, in Amador County, where did you pop the most quarters into Rampage? Uh, I remember, well, I'm just going to go with where I played most of my video games, was at Gold Country Pizza in Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Close. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. The most Rampage quarters I popped it into. Okay. Boatworks Pizza. Boatworks in Sutter Creek. I forgot they had an arcade. I forgot about Boatworks Pizza all the way around, man. Yes. You know, they may not have had Rampage at Gold Country Pizza. I just remember Gold Country Pizza, my family and I, we weren't big Boatworks. We we didn't care for the pizza. We liked Gold Country right there, right where it's in the longs. Not a longs anymore. It's a CVS now in the Taco Bell parking lot there. Um, that's where we ate. That was family owned and operated. And we really liked it. That was like a thing after church every Sunday. And, you know, I don't know what, what, how that started. Why pizza places had arcades. I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Why do pizza places have arcades? Like what caused that? What was, who was the first person with, you know what we need while we're waiting on our pizza. I need to play some goddamn Donkey Kong. That's what I need. You know, like why, why did that happen? Like, why is it not like, all right, I'm going to get a, uh, case of looper. Yeah. And um, some tostadas. And while I'm waiting on them, pole position. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Why pizza? Yeah, I don't know what the what the connection is there between pizza and video games. But I think pizza takes a little longer, especially if you have a lot of toppings. And God, I know as a kid, man, I'd be begging, do you have any quarters? Do you have any quarters? Can I get a dollar? And my parents would finally just be like, shut up. Yeah, get out of my hair. And they'd be mad when I'd come back because I'd die really because I'd play the game where like you know, took two quarters and I died hella fast. I'm like, you back? You done already, man? I'm trying to have an adult conversation here. Go, go here. They keep throwing money at me to get me out of their hair until the pizza was ready. But yeah, man, I was thinking, I literally had that conversation, I think on the way to the funeral with my sister. It's like, why is it that pizza places, like as a kid, when your parents said you're going to pizza, I wasn't thinking about the food. I was thinking about that damn video game experience, man. That's what's up. Like I wanted to, engage like and oh man the, the the ones that had the more video games the better roundtable pizza had like a room that where it was just video games like separate not just the two like off in a corner like they right they set up a room and that was a big deal but yeah i don't know why or how that started like i feel like playing rampage yeah dude walmart a couple of christmases back it wasn't as big as a full-size stand-up arcade but they had one that you could buy for like 300 bucks that was just Rampage. It was probably as tall as me, maybe a little bit taller, and you could actually pump quarters in and play it, and they were selling that there. And I was like, oh man, Bill, you know, no, Bill, you do not need this. You know how fast you'd get that into your garage and be tired of it in five minutes. Be like, well, that was 300 bucks, huh? 
I'm done playing Rampage now. You know, it would be over. But yeah, dude, that was the shit back in the day, man. Knocking those buildings down and eating the people in the windows. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I didn't expect to talk about Boatworks, and I didn't expect to talk about Rampage, but here we are. That, my friend, is the 209 Till Infinity podcast. That's what uh, Congratulations on killing your chopper. Thank you, man. I'd be curious to play that back and hear what that sounds oh, like. Oh, it's a nice chopper. Yes, get in the chopper. Get in the chopper. <laughs> um, California. And, and uh, congratulations to me. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, for Breaking uh, news. That's huge, baby. Breaking news and uh, accomplishing uh, one of my uh, New Year's resolutions. Yes. Uh, my New Year's goals, uh, which was this. And to be honest, I had a few of them, and this was the big one. Right, right. So this is a major life change. So the rest of 2021 is going to be very interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, looking forward to it, man. Can't wait to hear updates. Yeah. Uh, All right, man. Well, uh, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, Thank you very much uh, for everyone that's listening. Uh, Shout out to everybody uh, who listens and partakes on this, on this weekly journey. Whether you listen uh, every week, whether you catch up on a couple episodes, whatever it is, man, we appreciate every single one of you. Yes. Uh, Continue to stay vocal and loud on the socials and the messages. You know we love them. We love it when we know you're listening, and we love to have the interaction with you guys. 100%. uh, Thank you so much, uh, DJ Billier. Get us out of here. Absolutely. We appreciate all of you. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Let's go get pizza. I want to play some video games. Tell them, bring me my money. Yes.